Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, I hope you know wherever you are in the world that although I say good afternoon, that you know I mean good morning, good evening, good middle of the night, wherever our loyal listeners are. And, you know, this is why I do the show, because we do have people tuning in from around the world. And it really warms my heart, especially on a cold winter day like today in New York City, um, that there are literally people in a number of different continents around the world listening to the station right now. And uh, if anyone, you, you know, uh, I don't think I've mentioned this before on the air, but if anyone like ever wanted to see the map of where people are listening to us from if you actually just go to the website to talkingalternative.com or talkradio.nyc and just scroll down a little bit past where all the little players are in the icons you'll see there's a map and this map has like little uh dots of um of where the different listeners are and the map actually shows currently like where people are listening around the world. So if, and it sometimes I just get a kick of, of going to the website and looking at the map to kind of see where people are. Um, so it's kind of a fun thing. I, I just thought I would mention that uh, anyone listening from around the globe, just uh, go to the website and, and scroll down a little bit and see the map. It's really fun. So you can see who else or not who else, but where else around the world people are listening to the station the same as you. So let's get started with our quotes of the day. I know you've been anxiously awaiting our quotes of the day all, all week long since our last show. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe, having a dream, courage, visualizing your dream, persistence, physically moving toward your dream, Guts, letting go of the cursed hows, wisdom, the look on your friends' faces when they see you on the red carpet, priceless. Yeah, that ought to light a fire. The universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. I was having some red carpet dreams myself this past weekend. Went to a very interesting event and uh, have some vision for the future of amazing events to come. So I think the universe is kind of uh, chiding us on to forget it, to let go of the cursed house, as the universe says, or just wondering how things are going to happen. But just sticking to your dream, visualizing it, moving forward towards it. Oh, you never know what you can manifest into reality if you just follow those few simple principles. Let's see what Abraham has today. When you continue to ask the question, you continue to practice the vibration of the question, which is different than the vibration of the answer. But when you quiet your mind so that you are no longer keeping the question active, then the answer can come to you because you are not holding yourself in the tension of the unanswered question. Abraham. Again, uh, very similar to the quote from the universe. The universe says, let go of like the how. That, that's the question we always ask. How is this going to come about? But, but just any question of, you know, what are we looking for in life? And, and what are we looking to, to bring about? It's like, how is this going to happen? When am I going to meet this person? When, when is this going to happen? How is that going to happen? And, and we just fill ourselves up with the questions around the things we want to manifest. And what Abraham is saying is, if you keep focusing on the question, you don't make room or make space for the answer to come about. So, you know, I really think, and, and this is a practice I believe in and I practice myself uh, wholeheartedly, that it, it's when we quiet ourselves and when we put out there to the universe, this is my dream, this is my vision, this is what I want to manifest, and then let it go. Stop thinking about it, stop dwelling on it, stop asking the questions, and just... And just be present, just be with yourself and just 
be in the moment, the questions will be answered. You know, what's that old expression that prayer is talking to God, but meditation is listening to God? So when we just listen and we just let it go and stop holding the tension in our minds of of all these million and one questions we have around things, like that's when we make room for things to manifest. That's when we actually, you know, a- allow the universe to bring us the very things we say we want. So two wonderful quotes of the day from Abraham and from the universe. I hope you enjoyed them. And of course, we'll have two more for you next week. And by the way, just just uh, before I move on, and I'm going to mention this again on the end, as we're drawing to a close in February, I do want to let our my listeners know that come March, I am moving my show once again. I know it kind of gets a little confusing. I've had to move my time slot a little bit due to just scheduling changes here. But starting in uh, March, in the first... Uh, Thursday in March. My show will actually be airing on Thursdays at 12 instead of Mondays at 12. Having some changes here in the studio and in the wellness center, so we're um, just moving things over. But I do hope that you will all stay with me then. Of course, you know, subscribe to our newsletter on the website. Uh, Check out the uh, website for all the updates. We'll keep our updated schedule there always. So now it is my extreme pleasure to introduce our guest for today um and i would love to introduce you to may vu who is an international speaker a master coach and soon-to-be author may helps mom entrepreneurs to build hot businesses and having the loving hot life though the hot love of their life. May has created a successful six-figure coaching business serving women worldwide for the past 20 years, okay? This this is not like, you know, uh, someone who just started doing this yesterday. She's been doing this for quite a long time. And she's also trained and certified over 1,000 life coaches. And she is the author of the upcoming book, The Divorced Mom's Guide to Dating, How to Be Loved, Adored, and Cherished. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, May. Thank you so much, Sam. This is so delightful. And what a way that you open your show with such inspiration and love from Abraham and Mike Dooley, my favorite two sources. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, it's so funny how like the quotes of the day are always like so apropos for the guest and for the topic of the day. And and I really, I swear, I like do not cherry pick these quotes. These are the quotes that (laughs) showed up in my inbox this morning. Um, And I just think they're pretty cool. And I think actually they're very apropos for what we're going to talk about today. So I may, know, right? And we didn't even plan this. It's like I just smiled at, at the universe and said, thank you. Yeah. I thank you for supporting me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And it's just one of those things about, and, and I really, I do this, and I really hope my audience gets this, that I really do these quotes, and I say that all the time, as an example of trust. That, you know, mm-hmm. if we just trust that, you know, the things that show up are actually here to serve us and actually, like, are perfectly in alignment with what we're working on, like, miracles really do happen. And to me, every time these quotes come in and they're so perfect for what the the, the show topic is or for the guest, to me, that's a sign of of trust and alignment. Yep. And so, um, May, I would like to, uh, we've got a a couple of minutes left in this segment um, before we go to our first break, but I I would love for you just to talk a little bit um, and give the audience just a little bit of a background about how you became a transformational coach and and a speaker and and, and now an author, Um, you know, because I don't think anybody in life ever starts out thinking, oh, you know, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. I want to, you know, coach people to their greatness. You know, that's kind of something we discover along the way, isn't it? It's, it, it is. And for me, it started about 20 years ago when I was miserable working inside a corporation, looking at my future and thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, 
is this all there is to it? <laughs> and sight unseen, I just followed the voice inside that said, I got to go. I got to go mm. find it. I don't know what the it is, but I got to go. Wow. And so I asked to leave my job. And immediately when I did, I got this little fax that said, have you heard about life coaching? This was 20 years ago when wow. Mike Dooley and life coaching just came on to the planet. Yeah. It was so amazing. And <laughs> I just sight unseen, I committed and I went for it. And that first weekend that I was in the training, I just thought, oh my God, I finally found it and I'm going to rock this. And I am proud to say that I'm the first Asian female certified coach in the world. Wow. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's quite an accomplishment. So wait a minute. I just want to get one thing straight, because if I heard you right, you decided to quit your corporate job first and then the invitation to this coaching seminar showed up. So you actually took a real leap of faith of like, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but it's not this. And when you took that leap of faith, then kind of this little hint, this little pointer showed up from the universe about, hey, maybe you want to consider this. That's right, because that's how the universe works. And I was so blessed. If we can go back, you know, um, 10 years or whatever. When I was 10 years old, I was born in Vietnam and the country turned communist and Mm. we didn't want to be there. And so we escaped out of there. So I had this in my body that experience of escaping and leaving this safe land for it <laughs> we don't know where it is but we got to yeah. get on that boat and we got to get into that ocean and we got to go find it and that experience really has helped me to believe in looking for the it and let go and the answer will show up every wow. single time wonderful wonderful and by the way may since since you mentioned it you, you know when i'm here in studio i can look at the 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 back end and see like where people are, are listening from around the world and so in addition uh-huh. to places like st louis missouri and tuscaloosa alabama we've got people in taiwan korea japan and I actually see a little dot there that says Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Oh, that makes me want to cry, Sam. Uh-huh. That's so... Thank you. Yeah, I thought you would like to know that. Um, and, and uh, you know, I, I, this is one of the things that I love about doing online radio because this is an opportunity to touch people around the entire world. So mm-hmm. um, for all of our international listeners and national listeners but especially international listeners i really appreciate the fact that you guys tune in so maybe may i may i just say sam sure. that you your presence on your show is so loving and spacious i am just feel with love and i can bask in it and i'm so grateful for what you do and how you do what you do on these shows Oh, thank you so much, May. Thank you so much. Um, I tell you what, bef- before we get into our next topic, um, why don't we take our, our first break? It's only you know a minute long. It'll be quick. And, and when we come back, let's talk about kind of your, your path of what happened once you decided to become a life coach and, and like what you decided to specialize in. Because you have a very specific niche, right? I do. I have a very Yes, you do. So uh, let's let's talk about that when we come back from break. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And and welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stceradio or talkalternative. 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and uh, my guest this hour is Mei Vu, an international speaker, master coach, and the first Asian American life coach ever certified. That's amazing, Mei. I never knew Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very proud of that status because I came, I saw, and I conquered. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I have to tell you, you know, we were talking about Vietnam before. Like, you know, people from Vietnam actually have a very special place in my heart because way, way back when, when um, my one of my first jobs, was, it was my first place that I worked, but the second position in the company, I uh, was working in this uh a customer service department for uh, a bank in, in, in a technical department. And there was this lovely young woman who was from Vietnam, who was of Chinese descent. And she was the first person to teach me how to say gung hei fat choy. And, and since it just is Chinese New Year, we're now into the year of the monkey. I'm gung hei fat choy to all of our uh, Chinese ooh, listeners. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> So, May, when you now, now you said how you become uh, in the last segment, how before you became a life coach, you were work, working at a corporation. What, what kind of work were you doing at the company? Being the first born in the family and an immigrant, I had to do one of three things be a lawyer, a doctor, or an engineer. So I picked engineer. <laughs> I was a mechanical engineer. <laughs> really? Mechanical engineer? Yeah. I'm loving you even more because my, <clears throat> my first year of college was at a engineering school here in uh in in uh just across the river new york in hoboken um so an engineer that's so funny so going from an engineer where essentially you're working with things most of the time and drawing diagrams and figuring out equations you went from that into the profession where you work with like people all the time so that must have been like a little bit of a transition period well as an engineer I thought that all you need to do was figure things out, and that solves all of life's problems. And then when I started working, I realized that, oh, my God, people don't know how to talk to each other, and I don't know how to talk to people either. And I I was fascinated with that concept, and so that's what, what ignited my brain. And then when my company went into a downsizing cycle and was firing people, I was in so much pain watching the whole dynamics of downsizing and getting rid of people happening. And I just thought, oh, my God, I got to I gotta figure this it thing out. I think the theme for this, today's talk is figuring out the it, you know. Mm, so anyway, yeah. I, I just dove into uh, the people part of the equation in life, and I was so happy. It took uh, me seven years to graduate from engineering school, Sam. I was not... Ooh that good as an engineer i could not understand it because i was missing the people equation and when i got to work with people what what the engineering did for me though is it it allowed me to take something fuzzy and and nebulous like Mm -hmm. human relationship and i'm able to draw straight lines i'm able to explain it back in a way that is coherent and adaptable for people to understand and that's actually is one of my my secret weapon is that's why people like to work with me because i make sense out of the things that they don't make sense mm. relationships yeah, yeah 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 the thing that's most illogical i guess try and make it somewhat logical uh, um, yeah. um uh, and it's so funny because myself like my background was in computers and computer science yet I was always a very people-oriented person, so rather than becoming a programmer, I was always kind of that guy early in my career who was in between the programmers and like the users and the regular people. So I always had to explain those very technical concepts like very simply to people so that they could get it. So uh, I'm yep. to- I'm totally with you. Um, so 
what was like when you first started coaching uh, people what would you say was like some of your initial the, the initial sort of biggest challenge you had to overcome for yourself personally in being a coach for others uh well i want to answer that on uh, kind of a little long way around i think the the okay. first thing that made it so different that was so exciting to be a coach actually is this whole red carpet dream that you just talked about today. Mm. It's like coaching is the first place that I encountered that actually get excited about what people want instead of the problem that people were facing. Mm. You know, this was the first place that I came to that they would sit down and ask me, so what is it that you want to do, May? And I said, I want to change the world. And they said, how? You know, <laughs> when? And I, I never had people ask me that question. Usually they would say, why would you want to do that? Oh, my gosh, that's yeah. too big. You know, they yeah. would talk me down from the ledge instead of asking me, oh, you want to change the world? Well, tell us what do you want to do? And then tell us how and tell us when. And we can help you. And I was just so excited. So I think that was... The, the fuel that just just rocketed me into this this arena and I love working with human beings that way and and that's why that quote that you say was so apropos you know red carpet dream what do we want and that's also why I named my book you know how to be loved adored and cherished this is the red carpet dream for relationship and heartbroken woman you know to really dream big to be loved, adored, and cherished, not just mm. to have the next husband. Right, right. So, so uh, you developed, as we mentioned before, like this this very specific niche. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about how you came to really focus on this sp- specific niche? Because life is so generous and loving and always supporting <laughs> us in everything we need to know. <laughs> so... Being a good person that I was, good, hard-working hard woman that I was, I had a stable husband, I bought a house, I had mm. a good, solid career, I was changing the world with coaching, I thought I had it all, mm. but for some reason, I was not fully happy, and I could not understand why, mm. until I turned 39, and a series of events happened, which is a separate book by itself, but a series of events happened that had me broke open my marriage. And Uh, it did not make any sense at all, but I had to leave the marriage. I had to break it open. And again, you know, I left my country and then I left my corporate and now I left my most stable thing, which was my marriage so that I could understand myself some more. So I became a divorced mom. Who knew? That was not on my plan of achievement. <laughs> but I became a divorced mom. That wasn't and, one of your goals, huh? And I, and, and combining that with, with what I know in coaching, and then I started dating and really understanding, trying to understand for myself what relationship, love, and sex, what those three pieces were for me. And I I did a what I call a personal PhD about sex, love, and relationship for May Vu, and yeah. and for for a period of five years, I I experimented and I taught myself. Oh, this is how you heal your own dating pattern. This is how you heal your own relationship pattern. This is how you're supposed to love and engage in a long-term relationship. When I figured that out, that was the last piece of the puzzle to help me. And that's why I work with divorced moms who are building a business and raising healthy children and wanting super hot love in their life so that they can have it all in a way that is balance and supportive of them and you know this isn't necessarily something that comes natural to an asian woman is it because in the asian cultures talking about relationships emotions (laughs) love sex oh my god that is like (laughs) the three most taboo things you could talk about in an asian society isn't it get me thank you so much for saying that oh my god (laughs) yes when i first started venturing and doing my work i accidentally sent out a mass email and it went to my parents oh (laughs) oh my god yes a 
then I got this phone call at nine o'clock on Monday morning from my mom screeching, "What are you doing <laughs> out there? Whatever you do, keep us out of it. Do not let us know about these things." <laughs> <laughs> and some people and people say the universe doesn't have a sense of humor. Oh my God! <laughs> I know the first thing you know, like I was just starting to do what I was doing, and the first person that gets it was my mom. I just was like, "Oh my God, really?" Uh, should I quit now? But I breathed through it, and I realized, wait a minute, I was reaching internationally. You know, people were mm. in Sweden was contacting me, and people uh. in Singapore was contacting me. So I'm not doing anything shameful. So I breathed, and then I sent her a very loving email and said, wait, I know you were upset, but here's the truth about what I do. I am really helping people, women out there. And there's nothing shameful about what I do. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to take your shame on. Thank you so much, but I'm not. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. And we never talk about it again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no, no. You live where? where? Where did you grow up? I was born in Vietnam in Hanoi, uh, Ho Chi Minh City, mm-hmm. and then I immigrated and was was received into California, and I've been living in California, in California. Northern California. And, and, yeah. and so the, the reason why I ask is because, you know, California has a, a pretty good-sized Asian population. I mean, not just from Vietnam, but from Korea and from China and from Japan. And now India. And now yeah. India, absolutely. So uh, I'm just curious if, as an Asian woman yourself, did you find yourself attracting other Asian women into your coaching, or, or or, or not really? It was more Western women, or, or or was it just a complete mix of everybody? You know, it's it, that has been such an interesting dynamic that I have experienced. Where I noticed, I actually have been waiting for twenty years for more of my own people mm. to join life coaching. Yeah. And they are starting to come. I'm so excited. Uh, and I, again, I have to say hi to the Ho Chi Minh City. About seven years ago, I got to go back to Vietnam and talk about life coaching for the first time to an, an HR group. And oh, wow. they were so receptive and so excited. And they were so more excited about life coaching than Asian people in in the, in the States, actually. I was so <laughs> amazed of like, oh, my God, it's reached to you, you know, and, and it spoke to the heart of, of these beautiful HR um, professionals. I was just thrilled to, to see that. But mostly, um, I do have to say, the majority of my clients are white women, mm-hmm. and specifically even I have half in California and, and northern, North America, and then the other half are in Sweden. Of all things, I called to Sweden to serve. Yeah, it's so fascinating how in this this interconnected world that we live in, how you can find your tribe like anywhere in the world, regardless of where you're personally located. That's so fascinating. Yeah, and 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 how we're always guided, and that our life always makes sense. You know, if you just trust and surrender into life and let. That life carries you. It always makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, it's time for us to take another break. And when we come back, I want to start talking about um, the impetus for you writing this book, um, How to Be Loved, Adored, and Cherished. Um, and we're going to bring on another guest. We're going to bring on a coach's Yay! coach to help us to talk about the, the process of what, you know, what motivated you to, to want to write a book and what this process has been like. Okay, May? All right. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is May Vu, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. 
Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Well, then you have come to the right place because The Rob and Callie Show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone, and now we're bringing it to the radio. So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 8.30 on talkradio.myc. And that's Eastern Standard Time, so join us. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we're talking with the first ever Asian certified life coach, Mei Vu, and um, we're going to start talking about um, this book that you're working on, and the and, and this is kind of, I, I love this because I really feel it kind of highlights the need of why we all need coaches. We're bringing on your coach when it came to this book and other things. Uh, and a former guest on the Conscious Consultant Hour, Jane Tabachnik. Jane, how are you doing today? Hi there. Such a treat to be here with both of you today. Yeah, it was great. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm so happy that you can join us. <laughs> So, Thank you. So, so, um, May, but, uh, what? When did you decide that? Like, or, 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 like, what kind of brought you? Really, I want to know to the decision that, like, you know, I should probably write a book. <laughs> Jane and I spoke about two and a half or three years ago, and at that time, I knew that a book was brewing, but I knew that I wasn't ready. And then mm, okay. at the end of last year, I just knew because I've done enough work. I've seen enough results. I, I now guarantee my work, Sam. It's like if mm. people, if women work with me, they will see drastic results in three to six months. And if they're truly ready for the love of their life, they will have him in six months. It's just wow. amazing how this could happen. So I am, I, I just knew that it's time now to, to put this knowledge into a book and to present it to the world. And Jane has been so graciously, you know, weaving in and out of my life with her, with her drop of expertise. And I can tell she's been, been tracking me and my progression in my work. She's so good, you know, like she, she cares <laughs> she so much about her clients. So that's why, I just called her and I said, Jane, it's time. That's all we had to say. It's time. <laughs> and here we are. Okay. Now, now, Jane, I want you to pretend that May is, is not listening in. And, and I want to hear from you. Like, what did you think of May when you first uh, met her, when you first connected with her? So May and I have never met in person. It's all been virtual. But uh-huh. I was very fortunate to be introduced to May, as May said, about two and a half years ago by a mutual acquaintance of ours who's also a coach, I was doing some market research, and my friend said, you know, interview May. I think that, uh, you know, she'd be happy to spend the time with you. You'll like each other, et cetera. And we did. And right away, May was great. She said to me, stop walking on eggshells. Just ask her questions. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I so appreciated that. So we were just off to a running start, and it set a really great tone And I didn't know as much about her work then because I was asking more questions um, that were kind of marketing-related, what I was trying to understand. So I followed her a bit, and then when she called and said she was ready, of course I was delighted, and now I've had the incredible pleasure of spending time with her and really understanding her work and starting to benefit from it just by working with her on the book. 
Right, right. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful. So, so Jane, from your point of view, you know, uh, uh, May stated how, you know, her book, she's really um, gearing it towards divorced mothers who, who have children who are, who are really going out and, and, you know, wanting to have the best that life offers. What do you think is the appeal of that? You know, what is the appeal that May has for that particular market segment, for that particular tribe? Well, most May has totally walked in their shoes, so she she is one of them, so it's not just theoretical. She's actually, as she said, she's gotten her PhD mm. in their life, and so she totally understands them, and I think the other thing that she brings is that she's working with someone who is uh, who has dated a bit. It's not just a 20-year-old who's maybe only going after the really good-looking guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know how we all kind of do that when we're young and we may focus on more superficial things. So I think that, that some of that maturity and that experience plays in and, and people are a little bit more ready to really do some work and look at what their real values are mm. and what really makes a good fit for them. Right, right. So, May, I'm sure there there are some people out there thinking that, like, well, you know, May's a coach. What does she need a coach to help her write a book for? So, so why, when when you had finally decided that it was time for you to write your book, why did you decide to work with Jane? What? Why would you, a coach, need another coach? <laughs> because the worst thing that a person can do is try to do everything by herself. Mm. That's the worst thing that you can do to get in the way of having the love or success or money that you want is mm. trying to do everything by yourself. Why is that? And because we we need to be su- supported and guided every step of the way. When 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 a, a human being, especially a woman, is supported and loved and guided, she gets to success. She gets to what she wants much faster. Jane and I did this book in less than three months. Wow. I have been trying to write this book for five years. <laughs> so I'm like, are you kidding me? No way. Not only is it is it done, but it's like, it's edited, the book cover is made. I didn't have to do a darn thing. Mm. This is what I mean when I say living life from the place of being loved, adored, and cherished. This is how cherished I can be, right? I mean, Jane just took care of me and helped pull this book out of me and then helped me get over all the bumps where I get confused or lost in the woods of book writing, just like I do for for my my client. You know, when they get lost in the woods of relationship woes and all that stuff, holding my hand helped them get out of the woods so much faster than than being stuck in the pain and the agony of relationship dating. I didn't want to be stuck in the pain and agony of book writing. Mm. And I wanted someone to hold my gotcha. hand and guide me and, and I someone that I could say, do something. <laughs> <laughs> do something. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. <laughs> and, and you know, it is yeah. true. And I, I'd learned this a, a long time ago. I remember hearing... Tony Robbins say this probably more than 10 years ago, that if you look at the most successful people out there, they don't just have one coach. They have a coach for each area of their life. They have a, a personal coach, a financial coach, a, a, a physical trainer coach, a relationship coach. Uh, you know, they have a coach for almost every important area in their life, don't they? Yeah, and like what you do, right? You guide people with toward consciousness, toward right. living life according to their dream instead mm-hmm. of their problems. Right. It, you you need that. Right, right, absolutely. So, I mean, what has it been like this process of of working with with Jane to 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 birth this book in a way? Uh, I mean, has it been challenging? Has it been easy? Has it been, you know, not what you expected, or has it been exactly what you expected? It surpassed what I expected. Mm. I am so grateful for Jane and for myself in writing this book. Just. putting my thoughts and my expertise and my experience into a book format really solidified and deepened what what I know so intuitively. And now it's 
it's in a tangible book form. Mm. And when I read over my book, I cry because I'm like, really? oh my God, this stuff works. Oh my gosh, I do see this happen for every single one of my clients, you know, so, and for myself. So I'm just super grateful for the wisdom that got channeled to me. I'm grateful for the process of, of putting this down into a tangible format. And I'm also very challenged by this whole process. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's not like engineering an engine or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, for me anyway, English being my second language, yes, I absolutely. struggle with seeing and hearing myself because I have a huge judgment about how I don't speak well or correctly, and right. my S's flies everywhere. My S, see, you can just hear, hear them. They, they just fly. Every, I put them in when, <laughs> when I should take them out, <laughs> and I take them out when I should leave them in. So anyway, I'm very creative, let's just say, with the English language. And so to read it in book format, you know, all the judgment, oh my gosh, people are going to think I'm stupid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All of that comes up for me. So I, And that's why I need Jane. Jane helped me just breathe through it, and and she kept saying, "No, you know what? That's what my clients sound like." I'm like, "That's not true." So anyway, <laughs> that's the hardest part for this for me in in this book writing process. Uh, wow. So, so Jane, let me ask you because you work with many many authors and many different people, and I'm sure you've worked with a, a ton of different coaches. What do you feel like makes May's message um, so special and so unique? Well, May definitely has a very special message. I mean, I, I don't. I think this is by design, but I don't think we intentionally set out to work together for this reason. But I am May's client. I'm her ah. ideal target audience, so it really, really resonated with me. And I just want to say that I think May's philosophy and her methodology could really work for anybody. Uh, but she has a very special point of view, and I'll just put it out there. I don't think we have time to go into our three Ps, but the three Ps concept is just so phenomenal. And right after I started working with May, I started thinking about it everywhere I went in my daily life. It would kind of pop up, and I think, oh, that's the first P happening. That's the second P. And so it just made so much sense, uh, and it just resonated with me on a really um, sort of, you know, physical and emotional and spiritual level. So, so I, guess, and, I guess you could say in some way that while you're her book coach, she's your life coach, huh? Oh, totally. When the wow. student is ready, the teacher appears, you know that one? <laughs> yes, <laughs> completely. So this has been just an amazing experience for me and you know i'm just so excited that more women are going to have the opportunity to find out about may's work once the book is published now so, so just in, in, a, in a quick minute may before we go to break just, just let's not get into it in, in detail but just uh, let's let our audience know what what are the three p's what, what do the p's stand for the the p go ahead jane uh, the first no, P no. is the peasant, which is your hardworking self. Okay. The second P is the, your princess, which most of us don't like to think about. Or mm -hmm. if we are our princess, we are a spoiled brat princess. But the princess is the graceful, the part of you that really know your birthright. The mm -hmm. part of you that knows how you should be treated in life and what life is really truly about. Okay. And then the last P, which is the most powerful of them all, is the priestess. This is the part of us that throughout history, women have been killed for because we are strong, we have wisdom, and we actually have deep wisdom that we know what humanity is supposed to be like and what we're supposed to be here on this planet for. So we kill off the, the princess and the priestess, and then we, we keep the hardworking peasant woman and we make her suffer and she wonder why her life is so challenged and so difficult and so lonely. That's why. Uh, okay, great, great, wonderful. Thank you. And and I guess if you're like me, you're a guy, you could just uh, turn the, 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 the two of the P's from uh, princess to prince and uh, priestess to priest, right? 
Well, I I would consider a king for you. It's uh, like a peasant, king. a king, and a magician. Because I don't like to use the word uh, priest for for that because the the church has has kidnapped that word. So yes. magician and wizard. That's where you are. Ooh, and I, like I can that. go. I can I can explain how you have been showing up as the three P's here, Sam. When we come back from break. Ah, uh, that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Thank you, May. And then yeah, when we come back, do that. That will be fun. And then uh, let's just talk about when your book will be available and um, give the people some information about how to find you. Okay. Excellent. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with May Vu, with special guests on the line, Jane Tabachnik. Um, so, May, you, you mentioned before, you know, these three Ps for women being a peasant, a princess, or a priestess, um, you know, those three different aspects of ourselves. And, and how did you say you would apply that to men such as myself? Yeah, so... <laughs> So men have the similar version. Men, the hardworking men, you know, the sensitive new age guy, the the one who carries the baby for their wife. That, that's mm-hmm. like functioning at a healthy peasant level. Mm-hmm. That's the physical plane. Mm-hmm. And then, but then that alone does not make a man happy and powerful. He needs to find his king. A mm-hmm. prince is actually halfway there in, right. in this metaphor, but he needs a full king. And that's where I see you, Sam. It's like mm-hmm. you are a benevolent king in your kingdom over the radio wave right here. <laughs> and you can feel your gracious and you overriding. You are in control, total control. But there's so much confidence and so much ownership here that you don't even question yourself anymore. That's mm. powerful. And we can feel your benevolent love that spread out to all the way to, you know, China and all around the edge of the world. So there, so that's what the king can do. And then the magician is your secret power, your secret sauce. Why you do what you do, that's your purpose. And you are bringing consciousness. Your tagline is awakening consciousness, right? That's your your, that's your magician, that's your wizard is at work. He is is moving humanity forward in some way. The same thing for women. When we are in our priestess self, we are doing work in the world to move humanity forward for some powerful reason. We're not just mother, we're not just uh, lovers, we're not just, you know, wife, all that stuff that, that, that the peasant level is concerned of, which is good. We need that level, right? But right. there's a higher level, which is your purpose, your, your power and your essence in this world. Right. It's really, you know, channeling that divine masculine and the divine feminine that is within all of us um, and, and bringing it through in balance in a way that, you know, really uh, shows the world that, you know, there's more for us to do, that, that we weren't born to earn a paycheck and, and uh, a pension, that, that there's more to life than just paying bills. Yeah, and the, the, the feminine and the masculine is definitely in, you know, weave in, in my concept. And 
the where where my concept is is has another dimension is that we all have these three P's inside us. If we can integrate them together, it helps making dating so much better, relationship mm-hmm. a thousand times better, business much more successful when we know who is doing what and what's needed right now. Mm-hmm. Rather than rather than just this hardworking peasant woman keep yeah. trying and keep working harder and saying yes more when she should say no and being mm-hmm. afraid that, you know, she won't be loved if she's you know have a voice or whatever, you know. So so when the peasant can have the princess and the priestess backing her up and showing her how to do life life gets so much better and you actually will grow younger wealthier (laughs) happier right in front of everything that you do yeah yeah beautiful beautiful wow i mean you you know you're such a a a wealth of i don't want to say information but a wealth of experience and knowledge and it's an intuitive sense why did you decide with the book to focus on dating because the the title is the divorce mom's guide to dating correct yeah, yeah. Because this is one of the biggest pain that women my age who are wanting to date again face. Mm. And there isn't enough support out there. Oh, and I they see. try to date from the way they date when they're in their 20s looking for a husband. And that doesn't work <laughs> like that anymore. Yeah. You're a different woman. You're You have different needs and you have different wisdom. So, so you... And and dating is just a doorway. It's so important. You are bringing in your life partner and taking yourself to the next level. I want you to do it again. You know, your do-over. I want this do-over to be awesome and to be lasting and to to heal all of the old wounds that you've accumulated up to this this point mm-hmm. in your life so that you can raise healthy children, so that you can make a difference in the world rather than get another relationship so that you don't feel insecure so that you don't feel old and lonely by yourself yeah 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 you know what's that old uh, expression it's an african expression that if um you you educate a man you've educated an individual but if you educate the woman you've educated the village uh, because yes. the woman is responsible for raising the children and if you have an educated woman raising the children then the children will be educated and i also remember seeing it in in some documentary where it says in the species in the animal species when the female is weak the species will die out oh. when the female spe- uh, of the species is weak the species will die out right. so we're the female i'm not saying we're more important than men or anything but we hold such an important piece uh, such an important part of the equation when we are weak we are impacting our men we're impacting right. our children right. all the people around us so right. i think it's so important that we reclaim ourselves and heal ourselves so that we can have the love the adoration and the cherish to be cherished by mm-hmm. the world okay wonderful wonderful so when will this amazing book be available for women around the world it will be available on March 12th, the okay. day that I host my live event in California. Hot oh, Life, wonderful. Hot Love, two-day live event. I'm going to reveal my book at that time. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. So, Jane, you got lots of juicy uh, uh, marketing uh, lined up for that event? We do. Oh, wonderful. And, Mel, you know, May has quite a tribe, so they're all anxious to see the book and to help promote it as well, which is wonderful. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I mean, she really, she really does touch a chord in, in, in women who are, are thirsting for this message, doesn't she? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so just uh, before we sign off, Jane, I'm, I'm just uh, curious, you know, you were the one who, who connected the two of us together. I'm very grateful for that. Why did you think, of course, I know it's obvious, but why did you think that uh, the she would be uh, 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 such a good guest for the show. Well, after spending time with May, you know, at first when you think dating, what's spiritual about that? But yeah. for anyone who is conscious and wants to live their life that way, you have to look at dating that way. And obviously you want to attract someone who shares 
your consciousness, at least on some level. So mm-hmm. it just seemed like a natural fit to me. May just has such a unique approach. And sometimes I think the word dating almost um, might bias people not to look at what she's doing, right. you know, right. because there's so much more that she's, she's helping women with in their lives and by helping them impacting all the people in their sphere. Right, so. right. So, so, May, what do you hope when, when a, a, a divorced mom picks up your book and, and reads it, what do you really hope that they're going to gleam from it, that they're going to take away from this book um, in their life? I hope that the first thing that will happen is that they'll cry. Oh, interesting. <laughs> really? It's true. Because they, they cry from being seen, from being understood. By, mm. They cry because they finally get that what they're go- they, what they've been going through is not uniquely theirs, but it's actually a human condition, and that there there are solutions to this, and the path to what they want is actually really short, really mm-hmm. really poignant, really powerful, and and it's it's guaranteed. It this will w- this can will happen. Your life will change if you follow the path, and and so I hope that they'll cry for joy also. That they're, they're like, oh my god. Somebody does does get me, and somebody can really help me out of this mess and have me give, give me the love that I really want and the success that I want. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I really hope that happens as well. How how can people find you? Find out about your book when it's launched to get on your mailing list. How do people do that? My most favorite thing way is email me directly. I'm so approachable, so just uh, email May M A I at HotLifeHotLove.com. Uh-huh. May at HotLifeHotLove.com. Wonderful, wonderful. And, and that's your website if people want to go on and, and find out when the book is uh, available? Yes. HotLoveHotLife.com. Oh, no, it's HotLifeHotLove.com. HotLifeHotLove, excuse me. Well, yes. thank you, May. I, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the show today. Thank you, Jane, as well, for being on the line. It was a pleasure having you, uh, making this a threesome, a wonderful threesome. Yay, a threesome. Thank you, Shannon <laughs> and Jane. Thank you thank so you. much. And uh, everyone, thank you for listening. I, I appreciate all of our amazing listeners. And uh, don't forget that uh, tomorrow evening, 8 p.m., The Journey After the Journey with Aurea and our new show, The Robin Callie Show, Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. as well. So thank you all for living. Li- ah, thank you all for listening. Thank you, May, for being on the line. Thank you, Jane, for joining us. And we will talk to you real soon. Namaste. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. 
Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant, and I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 